Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic educator, and practitioner, and your host. At the beginning of each new zodiac season, I offer these audio horoscopes for your sun, rising, and moon signs. If you'd prefer to read rather than listen, you can find written transcripts in my virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to my written seasonal overviews and an audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. If you enjoy what you hear today and would like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave a great review. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing offerings. Follow the link in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Hello, Cancer. Welcome to Scorpio season. Scorpio, of course, like Cancer, is a water sign. And as we move into Scorpio season, there is an incredible weight of water. There is a lot flowing in the field. So you're sensitive. Uh, All water signs are sensitive and Cancer's certainly so. This is a season that is going to accentuate and in some ways perhaps intensify your sensitivities. It is a season that is also asking you for discernment, clarification, and consideration of the ways your sensitivities serve or don't. How they need to be worked with, either in your own being, or in your relationships, or in the world, and whether they need to be worked with, or whether there are other avenues for you to consider. Sometimes it's hard to feel or see or sense outside of our elemental proclivities, and depending on your chart, Uh, chemistry and and makeup, you may be a person that is very deeply identified with water um, or not. And for those of you who are deeply identified with water, I'm going to say that this is a season that is challenging you to uh, feel the resonance of all that water and to also create container, containment for yourself. Now, if you're somebody who has one tiny little placement in cancer, maybe not so tiny if it's your sun rising or moon sign, but you just got that one water and then maybe you're a whole bunch of other stuff, uh, there may not be as much emphasis on containment, but for many cancers, uh, this is a season that is really asking for crafting containers. So when I say containment, I do not mean suppression. I don't mean avoidance. I don't mean ignoring. I don't mean bypassing or gaslighting yourself. I mean crafting containers. Think about a ceramicist or a potter. Think about the uh, subtlety in which the potter needs to work with the vessel. That subtlety requires feeling and sensing through their body. It also requires them to feel and sense the capacity of the container. 
So if we want to create a flower vase, we need to make sure that the edges of the vase are uh, thick and strong enough to hold the water. Uh, we also probably would like to make a vase that is light enough to carry around. So there needs to be some kind of discernment around the texture and the emphasis that we bring to creating the container. And there's a feeling uh, that I have in your chart that resonates in that way right now. And this feeling, uh, I'm going to say, is a feeling that extends beyond Scorpio season. As we move into Scorpio season, we are also uh, moving into a quality of time, like all time, but especially this time, that pervades uh, and uh, kind of blurs into the past and the future. And right now there are uh, waves of movement starting to uh, flow in that are going to bring a high tide in April of next year. So things are beginning now that are going to increase and intensify over the next six months or so. And what is increasing and intensifying on a collective level are rapidly changing social uh, standards, expectations, and dynamics. We are living in a period of time that, like other periods of time of great civil unrest, of heightened uh, trauma and um, war, are periods of time that really call the world's attention to certain themes in the collective consciousness and greater currents of history, present, and future. In our personal lives, we are being asked to adjust accordingly. And in the Cancer solar charts, it feels that there is a need for you, along with all water signs and everybody in their water placements, to understand the uh, power of water. The power of water is the power of the emotional uh, resonance, astrologically or symbolically, but we can also think about the power of water just in general. Um, drip dripping from a faucet is very different than shooting out of a fire hydrant or cascading down a waterfall. Water in full force can uh, erode mountains. It can completely wipe entire cities off the map. It can capsize enormous vessels at sea. Um, water is an incredibly powerful agent and so are emotions. As a person who is sensitive and who in many ways works in the emotional landscape, if you are a Cancer, you are uh, in some ways responding to emotional currents, you are picking up on them, you are compelled by them, you are responding to them. As a Cancer, uh, part of what you are here to do is uh, learn for yourself and help all of us around you learn how to work skillfully with emotions, how to take our own and others' feelings into consideration. Now, part of working skillfully with emotions is understanding that emotions come and go. Sometimes they're really strong and they mean everything. And 24 hours later, it may be that the sentiment has totally changed. We see it from a different perspective. We just don't feel that way anymore and the moment has passed. And emotional maturation uh, requires enough experience getting whomped, swamped by the full weight of water uh, so that we can discern and measure 
uh, and find our proper containers. Emotional uh, literacy and maturation also requires that we learn to investigate the subtleties of our experiences and sensations and to notice when emotions are there that may actually be hidden underneath the surface of something and coming out in more convoluted ways. In the shape of your present current charts, there is a lot of need for appropriate containers, for containers that allow feelings to be honest and present and expressed, but also allow for groundedness and a kind of coming back to logistics and a feeling into the body and an understanding that emotions come and go and how can you be a person that does this for yourself and helps others to facilitate it? Um, counting is very helpful as a practice, I find, when a strong emotion arises, whether in myself or somebody else. Uh, counting, taking 10 deep breaths, counting the length of each breath, giving yourself some kind of buffer, some kind of pause to consider what actually needs to be expressed right now? What is trying to come out? What is the truth of this moment? What am I actually really wanting to articulate? Do I need to articulate this out loud or does something need to happen for me internally before I express this in the world? Once the words are out of our mouths, they take on their own lives. Once we have spoken something into a space, especially a relational space, we no longer own those words or those sentiments. What people hear and how they perceive our words is entirely out of our control. So it benefits us greatly to take our time to really consider the weight of our words, the impact of our expressions, and the intention uh, of the expression, particularly when the expression is of the emotional kind. Again, I don't want you to bypass anything or gaslight yourself. It is important that we are honest about our feelings. It is also important that we are response-able with our feelings. And Scorpio season is turning up the volume on the feelings track for everybody. And you are a sensitive person Cancerians are sensitive and our sensitivities don't always work in logical ways that allow us to see them for what they are. Often when we're really sensitive, we're picking up vibrations and emotional currents from the people in the world around us and have no idea that we're actually sponging and then we wonder why we're anxious. We wonder why our stomachs hurt. We wonder why we just blew up at our kids. There is a lot of need for emotional intelligence. And this intelligence, again, say it one last time, really requires the proper containers. That means that we have a container for the conversations that need to happen. There's preparation. Hey, I'm feeling a kind of way. Could we talk about it? When is good for you? That's really different than just dumping on somebody. And if somebody happens to just be dumping on you, 
the capacity to have a boundary and to say, you know what, I wasn't actually prepared for this conversation. I'm not resourced to meet you in it right now. I'm hearing that it's important. Let's see when the best time to come back around is. And being honest with yourself around what you need in order to be resourced for the conversations that are being asked of you or that you are asking others for. So container has to do with preparation. It has to do with your intended outcome. There's a big difference between just needing to express something and get it off our chest and emote uh, than really desiring a particular outcome from the expression. The first example, just need to get it off my chest, can happen in ways that are totally messy, that really don't honor the sovereignty or consent of others, or honor the outcomes that we ourselves are desiring. Uh, which isn't to say that sometimes we don't just need to emote, but there are other ways to express than dumping on people. So if you find uh, that you are filled with the need to express over Scorpio season, my invitation for you is to ask very deeply in your body what needs to be expressed right now and to give yourself opportunities to express what is messy and unrefined and chaotic and let's even say infantile or childlike because you know what, we're all there sometimes. And you can express those kinds of emotions in ways that are uh, totally productive, that actually lead to coherent conversations, but it's generally not directly to the person or the people that you're feeling the kind of way about. It might be in a place like my Monday morning somatic space classes where we do a lot of practices in our bodies to feel and process and sequence what's happening. And if you can't make the Monday morning class, you can always catch the recording. Or it might be uh, you alone with your journal or with your therapist or with a trusted friend. There are needs for you to express honestly, but we want to make sure that when you are expressing to the people and in the places and the times of utmost important importance that you are expressing with consideration and care for the impact of your expression. And this is really important, Cancer, because this season and the next six months that are opening from this season are actually opening enormous doorways in your chart. There are a lot of opportunities for you to realize new projects, new visions, to come into contact with new friends, new groups of people, to have the future open up for you in delightful, abundant, expansive ways. But it will only do that if you are arriving with emotional integrity. If you are uh, coming into your situations reactive and expressing in ways that are uh, not thoughtful, ungrounded, unprocessed, etc., those doors aren't going to open for you and they uh, may result in social chaos and this is not what you want. So first and foremost, this first part of the horoscope, we'll summarize it all by let this be a season where you really meditate on crafting the perfect containers for the expressions and experiences that you want and need to have. 
If you enjoy my reading style and want to dive deeper into an embodied experience with astrology, join me every Monday on Zoom for Somatic Space, a weekly class where we work with current astrological seasons, planetary transits, and lunar cycles through embodiment practices, guided visualization, and meditation. Every session includes an astrology overview and tips for observing your own chart placements in the week ahead, and the practices I offer are designed to give you body-based mindfulness support right on time with what's current in the energetic weather patterns. These classes are available by recording if you can't attend live, and if you sign up for a sliding scale somatic space membership, you'll also get access to my ongoing virtual conversation Q&A and resource sharing space. Follow the link in the show notes or head to embodiedastrology.com to learn more. Embodied astrology has so much going on, and podcasts and horoscopes are just the surface. We also offer a variety of transformative, exploratory workshops with a range of brilliant and diverse teachers who weave together integration and synthesis of astrology with arts, activism, healing, and more. We host a monthly conversation and astrology tea time sharing space, chart reading support groups, and have several study groups where members practice applying astrology towards specific areas in their lived experience, such as chronic illness or parenting. Our membership offerings are all sliding scale, and we offer additional scholarships for those who need them. Keep in touch by signing up for the Embodied Astrology newsletter, following and subscribing to the podcast on your favorite listening platforms, and following us on Instagram at Embodied Astrology. Your donations and memberships sustain this work, and we are so grateful for your support. Find more information about our membership options or support the continuation of this work with a one-time or recurring donation from the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Timing-wise, Scorpio season is full. There is a lot that's happening. We enter into the season with gravity, with seriousness, with a lot of emotional weight. The world has been at war for a really long time. And the wars that are inflamed right now and engulfing collective consciousness have been wars that have been raging for literally thousands of years. Ancient wars, religious wars, territory wars, wars about God, wars about uh, who is right and who is wrong. Wars that take place in the separation between uh, people and land, between genders, between ideas about what is truth and what is justice. The solution, if there will be one, is going to be found not from our minds, but through our bodies and through our hearts as we come together and make space for collective reckoning with the past, with the immensity of what has happened. There's so much grief that needs to be processed. As we move into Scorpio season, the immensity of collective sentiment uh, is really flavoring the atmosphere. Now, in your personal life, I don't know what this looks like for you, but in the cancer charts, What's coming up for me is your sensitivity and the need for you to be really discerning about how you hold space and how you are in space. And this uh, increases in importance as we move towards the lunar eclipse and full moon in Taurus on October 28th. 
This is a full moon that is asking you to uh, hold space in collective spaces, in social spaces, in spaces that involve more than just you and more than your most immediate and known uh, community members. This is a full moon that is asking you to, uh, in some way, either affect or perceive or learn and grow in your experiences of what it means to be part of a collective or a community. This may be specific about a group of people or organization or some kind of activism that you are a part of, or this may be general. You are a citizen in the world. You are a person who is alive on earth and amidst eight or nine billion other people, there is a lot of uh, variety. There is a lot of diversity and there are many experiences that are happening here. This full moon is revealing to you that the ways that people congregate and how they come together are shifting. And the need as we move into uh, the next era of life on earth, whatever it's going to look like in the post-industrial era, however you think of that, the age of information or the age of Aquarius or the age of apocalypse, this is a period of time in which uh, human beings are needing to rapidly adjust to shifting climate, to shifting social uh, norms and expectations, and to shifting outcomes. I don't know about you, but the life that I imagined for myself back in the 90s when I was a kid <laughs> uh, is not what it looks like right now. The world is very different and the world will continue to change remarkably and dramatically over the next several years and decades. And it is important that we meet the changes in the present moment. We don't know what the future holds. This is a period of time that is uh, really luring, alluring, uh, compelling, many to drop into spaces of despondency, depression, and hopelessness and anger. This is also a period of time that is polarizing a lot of people and pushing them into their ideas of what is right and what is wrong. The answers are never simple. However, any human concept is limited necessarily in its scope and its capacity. There is so much that is unknown right now. And the qualities of unknownness may be thrilling or terrifying, depending on the moment, depending on the crowd. What is happening in social spaces, in group spaces, in organizations, in corporations, in systems of people as they do the things that people do is that a lot is changing. Sentiment is changing, perspective is changing, uh, group norms and societal norms are changing, morals are changing, ideas of the future are changing. Now, you, I think, are someone who would like to be part of mapping and creating the future right now. It feels like the cancer charts have big ideas and a lot of wisdom that is coming from an embodied 
place about how we can move forward towards a collective future that serves us better than the current paradigm does. Now, when I say it feels like you have this embodied sense of knowing, my feeling is that you understand very basically that people need care. First and foremost, people need care. They need food. They need shelter. They need some amount of stability. And in times of great instability, such as now, when resources are threatened and uh, so many people are not getting what they need, you bring a kind of logic and practicality to the conversation by bringing us back again and again to the basics of care. So when I'm talking about what does it look like to create a container and the need to hold a, a clear space or a defined space around the uh, non-definition of emotional fluidity and sometimes chaos, um, coming back to the basics is a great place to begin. And as we uh, move into November from the full moon and lunar eclipse on October 28th, there is a feeling that you are needing to ground in uh, your expression and bring attention into the basics of care. Now, this could have to do with uh, your own very personal experience and what you see and hope for in your future. And in that case, I would be asking you, what are the small steps that need to uh, that you need to take? If more people are involved than just you, how are those people cared for in the particular considerations that they may have? What are the basic fundamental needs that are here in this dynamic that you're working with uh, that have to be met in order for the emotional uh, reality to be um, worked with and dealt with? If you're working uh, in some way that brings you out into the world, into larger conversations that are happening, I feel that you are wanting to come in with the intelligence of the body and not get hijacked by the circuitous uh, kind of tangential conversational like crazy making that can happen when a lot of emotion is trying to be channeled into a conversation. Because this is a time of high emotionality and because we don't want to bypass, we don't want to gaslight, and we need to give space for feelings that are present, the containers that can be crafted include time, schedule, food and water, um, expectations for the conversations. Let's start here. Let's try and listen. Let's try and get here boundaries. I'm available for this kind of talking, but not that kind of talking. If you start to yell at me, I'm not going to be able to hear you. We can have the conversation if you are able to stay in your own body. These are the kinds of containers that you can bring very skillfully into your social spaces. And then as we move into the month of November, there are heightened currents of uh, I'm going to say really important conversations that are happening for people. 
people are trying to talk about really big stuff, stuff that is older than them, much more complicated, will exist and extend past their lifetimes and timelines. Our human capacities, our consciousness and our intelligences uh, simply are not equipped to make sense of everything that is coming up right now. And we will uh, limit ourselves and stall or thwart our processes when we are focused on making them make sense. There is a need right now to be with what is. The problems that humanity is facing are enormous. They are not going to be answered by one person or one group of people. They need uh, a lot of space. They need a lot of time and they need willingness and presence for what is here to be presenced. That means feelings, it means non-logic, it means things that are circuitous, it means things that seem to uh, have no anchor in the here or the there. And this is where we need you to help us hold a container. And we need you to hold your own container. Cancer, your sign is often associated with the archetypes of the parents and very often with the maternal uh, figure or the nurturing or caregiving uh, parental archetype. You are on duty right now. It doesn't matter how old you are, you are being called <laughs> to your position. And I know that that means that you have to be parenting yourself right now because so many of our inner children are being activated. The first two weeks of November are high activation periods, and we need you. We need your skills of discernment and assessment. When you notice that people's uh, uh, energy and attention is starting to dissolve or fracture, is it because they need a snack? Is it because so much information is coming in that they haven't had time to process it? What would help them? Maybe some breath, maybe a pat on the back, maybe a timeout. How can you help facilitate container, containment, and space and time and resource that is essential for the process and for the expression that needs to happen? The first piece of that is you need to do it for yourself. You need to notice when you get amped up and lose your own container. And that's a time when you have to hold yourself with love, with care, with consideration, so that you can uh, help transmit an energy and an attitude that helps hold us all. The second half of November, starting a little earlier from that, from basically November 11th uh, through the 20th into the beginning of Sagittarius season, there is so much energy uh, moving through your chart and moving through the collective charts that is hugely emotional. It's very intense 
uh, around this time. Now, this intensity is potentially very productive as well. It requires intensity uh, to transform. And my feeling about this time is that transformation is what is desired and hopefully what will happen. Transformation is not easy. When uh, alchemists transform elements, uh, elements need to be broken down through some kind of process. And those processes are often explosive and uh, inflamed in some kind of way. And this may be a period of time that feels uh, just like that. And I am uh, reminding myself and anybody else that might find this helpful uh, that breakdowns can lead to breakthroughs and that sometimes we have to go through periods when uh, nothing makes sense, when things feel absolutely hopeless, when it just seems like we're getting squeezed on all sides um, in order to get into the next space. This is literally what happens when people are born. Uh, birth is traumatic and life on earth is certainly traumatic and the birth of new intelligence and new consciousness does not come without suffering or struggle. So November 11th through uh, the end of the month, we are working with breakdown energy. We are working with a lot of intensity and I'm going to say that this intensity has the potential to be enormously transformative. And for you, Cancer, uh, you are really powerfully aligned to work with the opportunities of this intensity um, to help you move in the direction of your deepest desires. Now, when I say your deepest desires, I am, I really mean it. I'm talking about core soul level desires, the desires of your spirit, the desires of your higher self. These are not desires for like the newest sneakers. They're not desires for sex with somebody. It's not a, a fleeting desire that's going to come and go. When you think about what you knew that you wanted as a young child or as an adolescent, or when you are in your quietest and most centered space, what your heart really desires to experience and express here on planet Earth and in this lifetime, I know that it's nothing that you can articulate in words and that it is a particular quality of being. And this is the quality to meditate with and do your best to bring forth and realize uh, as we move through this gate, this portal of potential and intensification. There's a new moon on November 13th and a cluster of planetary events around the uh, 17th to the 20th of November that are bringing a, a lot of focus into uh, energies that are deep, they are ancient, they are karmic, uh, they are probably real twisted in many consciousnesses and in our collective, and they also hold an immense amount of power and potential uh, for transformation and I'm going to say regeneration. 
This is a period of time that is asking you to be creative. Your creativity cancer always comes through your body and your bodily intuition. Your creativity is relational at its core. The ability to create a meal, to create family, to create spaces where people are included is the kind of creativity that our planet needs so desperately right now. Please meditate from the new moon on the 13th of November through the end of Scorpio season. Please meditate very deeply on what you know you came to your life for. It does not have to be grandiose. It's not, again, something that you can articulate. This is not an achievement. It is not a singular goal. It is a quality of presence and feeling. And this is what we need you to be doing your best to embody at this time. As always, Embodied Astrology has scheduled workshops that are perfectly timed for the moment. We work with astrological calendars, and so our offerings are always on time. Somehow, because we're working with the stars and the planets. On October 28th, which is the full moon and lunar eclipse, Sherry Taylor will be offering the third of four classes, and each class is drop-in, stand-alone, and all four go together also as a series in her uh, work with Saturn in Pisces. Gravity and Grace is a four-part series where Sherry is leading us into the landscapes of mythopoetics and radical reimagination of what our lives could look like. She is asking us to feel into the myths of our own lives and identities and to work with uh, the current moment and collective astrology to uh, reshape ourselves as the currents on Earth uh, shift and intensify. On the 28th, her focus is going to be on eulogy work, and this is a time for us to hold space with ourselves and with one another around the immensity of death and the energies of death, and to allow the presence of death to spark in us our deepest dreams for the lives that we live. On October 28th, there are some really significant planetary aspects that are boosting the energy. expressive elements in your chart. I think that this is probably going to be a really great opportunity for you to feel some feelings and to have a container held for you, uh, which may be very supportive as you are most likely, it looks like to me, also needing to hold uh, containers for others throughout this season. On November 18th and 19th, I'll be offering a weekend workshop uh, for three hours each day, Saturday and Sunday. We'll be working with the uh, energy and the resonance of the planet Mars in our natal charts and also in current astrology as Mars is meeting with the sun for its superior conjunction or Kazemi. This happens once uh, every little more than two years and initiates cycles of action and intention where we are moving in new directions of drive and desire. Now, Mars is the ruler of Scorpio and also the sign Aries. Uh, Both of these signs are very important for you, Cancer. Mars as an energy relates with drive, desire, passion, also with separation and battle. Working with our Mars energy allows us to know which battles to choose and also where and how and when to stand back, how we want to use our energy and resources wisely. This is a workshop 
workshop that will invite you to work with your rage, to work with your passion, and to channel that energy towards maturation and emotional integrity. If this sounds like it might be helpful for you or give you tools that you want to help uh, others with, I hope to see you on November 18th and 19th. You can also catch me every Monday from 8 to 9.30 a.m. on Zoom, uh, that specific time, where I offer a class that looks at the week ahead astrology and offers somatic practices and guided visualizations and meditations to work with current astrology through our bodies, through our hearts, and through our psyches and spirits. These classes are really supportive for me and I believe also for the people who come to them. I hear frequently that it is exactly what they needed. Um, once again, this is because we time it with astrology and working with astrology means we're always right on time. So if you are looking for support day to day, week to week, or over the season, check out Embodied Astrology's extended offerings. I am wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond. Cancer, bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to your Embodied Astrology reading for the season ahead. I hope you enjoyed it and will find it supportive. For more information on upcoming astrology, make sure to check out my seasonal overview, included in all Embodied Astrology memberships and the monthly newsletter. You might also be interested in my 2023 Year Ahead readings. Those readings give a big picture of the main themes, opportunities, and challenges in 2023 specific for your sun rising and moon signs. My year ahead readings are now discounted by 75% as we get to the end of the year, but there is still a lot of information in them. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. This work would not exist without a team. Ash Good is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is the office coordinator, and Vera Lumi composed and created the music. Thank you for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in the season ahead. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.